I'm very excited that we've added a new sponsor to the show, Crunchy Red Fruit. Crunchy Red Fruit is a wine circle created by master sommelier Jackson Rohrbaum. As one of Seattle's top psalms, he's tasted over a thousand wines, and he created Crunchy Red Fruit to share them with you. I think you should join Crunchy Red Fruit, and here's Jackson telling you why. Shopping for wine is overwhelming, and oftentimes the types of wines you find at a grocery store are just not that good to begin with. So I'm bringing you wine that I've tasted and vetted, because I taste thousands of wines a year, uh, from small family growers that's made with organic viticulture that are really beautiful expressions of wines, and they're really hard to find wines that I'll bring right to your door rather than you having to go out and find them and shop for them. Uh, I am telling stories, I'm educating, and there's going to be video content around all these wines so that you can learn along with us as we uh, pop bottles and have fun with wine together. There you have it. Visit crunchyredfruit.com to learn more. And when you do sign up, let them know that you heard about this unique wine experience from the CZ Media Podcast. This is going back a bit. <laughs> Impossible not to smile when this song comes on. What what year is this? What is that like? Two thousand two thousand two? Bubble gum, I miss a chicle stick. I wanna Cause you so thick, girls call me Jolly Ranger. Cause I stay so hard, you can suck me for a long time. Oh my God, it's poetry. It's a good one. Classic. I love it's it. Poetry. It's been a while since I've listened to that. I'm sorry. I'm glad I could reintroduce that to your life. It's gonna it's gonna be added to to the my rotation. playlist. Absolutely. Yeah. I have such random yeah. such random things on my I like doing that. Just add a hundred weird things to my collection and then and then over time it'll be like Oh, you know, it gets more accurate on like what you like. Yeah. You know? so. And you don't get bored. Yeah. And you don't get bored.
All right. Hello, everybody. Everyone. Everybody. This is Carlos. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Today, I think... Uh, Thank I you don't to get... our studio audience. Yes. <laughs> Calm down, people. <laughs> They've already started to take their shirts off. I know. Off. Yeah, yeah. Put them back on, people. Put them back on. So the I typically don't get nervous when I do shows. But so far, and I've done it to myself this week, I've been nervous twice now. Oh, shoot. The first one was the show that I did on Monday, which was the host and creator of Sword and Scale, which is one of the biggest and longest running true crime podcasts that we were talking about. Okay, uh, crime true crime. Before. Yep. Millions and millions of downloads. This guy is everywhere. Awesome. The guy's name is Mike Boudet. Uh, just, it was about one o'clock in the morning. I maybe two bottles of wine in. I'm, uh, you know, I sent him a message on Instagram. I'm like, man. I'm sure you get tons of yeah, wacky requests, sure. but how about you be on my little show? And I sent him the link, and the next day he's like, "Sure, yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's all he says is yeah, "sure." Yeah. So then it's like, "Holy cow! Now what am I going to do?" Yeah. I Record, did not prepare. Yeah. Well, that's that's why you uh, shoot your shot, you know. Exactly. And so, look who uh, look who shows up, you know. Is it pretty much right? <laughs> so that's I mean I've sent out tons of requests, but he actually did it, and then on top, well. Not only did was I surprised that he said yes, but that he actually said, "How about night?" Like I believe he proposed the day. And oh, time. okay. Well, he's probably busy. I don't know. Yeah, famous. Seems yeah. like so. I spoke. So that was the show I did on Monday. I'm just desperate for attention. So <laughs> anybody that messages well, me, I, mean, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> what was <laughs> I going to do? Sit sit around, smoke pot, and play video games? Like, well, come have a chat with a guy. So this I feel is, like I could, you could get you could just murder me by being like, want to come to this random address and record <laughs> well, a podcast? I'd be like, know, sure. For a second, I thought, <laughs> how funny would it be if I answered the door like holding. Like a Michael Myers knife. Sure, yeah, yeah. Or maybe even my Michael Myers mask. Yeah. Like, just see, like, I should I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, I would have been like, all right. And then it's raining outside, but then I thought, it's ready, ready for, what if he turns around, runs, and then slips on. Right. And then I the break steps. my ankle, and then you have to carry me up the stairs. <laughs> Which I don't Like, have I'm the your pregnant to. wife. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing I, callbacks to jokes that we did before we started recording, so this is going to be great for the it's, audience. It's perfect. Hey, it's uh, catch up, people. Follow yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. So today, I'm so happy because I get to first of all the first comedian on, Andrew Rivers. Hey, thank you. What's up, Andrew? How's it going? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. So the, part of the reason that I'm slightly nervous is that I'm not very witty. I'm not very quick. Uh, it's just a conversation. You, know, you just the provide the setup, and I'll make the people laugh. <laughs> uh, pressure's on me. I'm the one that's being billed as a comedian. So you have to be. If funny. you're not funny, the rest of the podcast, they're not going to be like, "Why wasn't he funny?" See, they're I'm not even. Like, I'm not even thinking about that. Yeah. What I'm thinking of is, as I replay this show a week from now, I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, I missed oh, so sure. many opportunities." I could have said this funny thing. Sure. And then it's going to be like, oh. I mean, that's what this, literally, that's, I think that's what this, the skill of comedy is, is, uh, is capturing those moments and trying to recreate the witty line, you know? Yeah. Like when, in, and, in, in a yeah, fraction like, of a second. Because in, in elementary school or whatever, that was my whole MO is someone would be like, you're, and I'd be like, you're stupid. You know, someone would like <laughs> say a witty thing and I'd be like, well, you're a dumbhead. And then, like two days later, I'm like, "Oh, I should have said this about his feet or whatever." Yeah, like you know, I've had so like I go on, those. you know, like comedy is just repeating the same thing over and over. Like you build an act; it's not like uh, improv. I mean, there is elements to it, but 
So you go up on stage and you, you know, you have some things prepared. Yeah. And then you go home and you listen to that tape and you go, oh, I should have said this or this was the part where up. But then you get the opportunity to do that again. Didn't you do that recently on a flight where you went back and watched a whole bunch of your sets? Oh, yeah, yeah. On the flight here, I was watching some sets. Um, ever since I hired a video editor, I have real low drive to watch myself anymore because I just clip it and I send it to her. And I go, here, edit this up for me and then send it to me when it's done. And then, um, and sometimes if it, I want to see if a clip is funny enough to actually send to her to to edit, or if I if it's like a not a great clip, I'll just edit it myself, you yeah. know, because I don't want to pay her to do it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want her. I she still thinks I'm good at comedy, so like I don't want to send her clips that are like like to yeah uh, yeah disen, just be like ruin her. ruin her yeah. perception of me. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's a big element is is particularly with new material. I mean, I wrote a few minutes on the plane even, and then as soon as, as soon as I landed, I landed at like 8 p.m. Open mic in Seattle starts at 8.30. Wow. So I had to like run home, change. I like, I barely, I was on a plane, so I can't rehearse my jokes necessarily. <laughs> well, you could, but maybe. Yeah, the lady next to me is going to be like, be like ah. But that might have been a trick for Right, her. right. Hey, can I practice this on you? If that happened to me, that would be captive awesome. Captive audience. I would yeah. totally do that. Yeah, yeah, you're a comedy fan, you know? I would so, be like, let's get some drinks. Let's yeah, get yeah. this going. Let's get Give a comedy club, Soul Plane. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, then I then you, but then you, but I went up and I did it. And uh, and in the moment, I think I was like, uh, ah, this didn't go as well as I wanted it to or thought it did. And then, and I'm pretty hard on myself in the yeah. moment. And then. Which uh, you, you sort of have to be. Yeah. I mean the whole if you don't criticize yourself you're not going to get a little any any better I think right. so you got to nitpick and but uh, but it was a brand new joke so I was kind of like you know you're stumbling over parts and you're like I didn't deliver that line right at all and no wonder they didn't laugh but so you go back and I record them on my phone and so as I am drifting to sleep I'll listen to my set cuz you're kind of in a lucid yeah half awake half asleep kind of like I mean an idea could come in there and that is like I've read some brain books and they talk about that being a moment where you're more creative because you're a little disconnected from reality. Right. If your mind is a little bit asleep. That's why I think people try to s simulate that with, with drugs or whatever on purpose, you know? <laughs> if they think like, of, oh, if, if you smoke a little bit of pot, you can kind of just chill out and your mind goes. can wander. It's not necessarily the marijuana that makes you creative. It yeah. just allows you to... Blur the, out reality the a little bit. Yeah, the, the mushrooms. I've heard. Yeah, uh, I've heard that helps for like uh, depression and stuff like that. Yeah, so. that's that's the big thing that they talk about on Joe. So I have I tried it. I mean, I don't. I'm not a depressed kind of person, but um, but I took. What's wrong with you then? You're. A I know. I know. Aren't I know. You're supposed to be. <laughs> I think. I think. Here's what I think is. I think uh, this is. Joking a little bit, just because it's a little bit of a serious thing. I want to say that um, uh, comedians are just people. So people are depressed. Mm. And so that there are engineers, there are uh, writers, there are uh, waitresses. People kill themselves every day. Right. So that's not unique to a job in stand-up comedy. It just seems absurd because we're the clowns trying to help everyone else. Yeah. So that's why that gets more attention right but i think if you look at like 
uh, the rates. I don't. I don't think it will be any different than average. Yeah. Well, it's the, just. The I think outlet. the problem is just everybody's a I little. I think Robin sad. Williams said that people who are a bit down on themselves like to make people laugh so yeah. that they don't feel that. Well, way. you feel worth in that. You know, yeah. it's like uh, you know, giving someone an orgasm. You're like. That makes me like, feel hey, good, you know. On the yeah, it makes you feel good, you know. <laughs> like that's a fun thing, and like, um, which if you look at those numbers, if you are, if yeah. if you are able to do that, then kudos to you. Yeah. I heard some really sad stats. Yeah, the other tell day you that. Yeah, that, yeah. That um, lots of women don't. Lots of women achieve. will have never had. Oh yeah, and that fake. I, I'm, just I'm not, thinking it's like seventy uh, percent of yeah. women fake. It's just not. Uh, That's pretty sad. Hollering at the right comedians, you know. <clears throat> I turned my wife. Uh, <laughs> I turned to my wife and I said, "Come on, tell me the truth." Yeah. And then she just looked at me and she said, "I'm fine." And I'm like, "You can't say fine." Yeah. And then she then she said, "You're right, not fine. I am more than happy." Okay. Great. And I'm like, "All right, cool. All right, you got to let me know." That's good. Otherwise, yeah, I think just, you. I think we need to communicate if you're dark. not. If you're not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're unhappy, you gotta say something. Indeed. So you. That's just a general rule for life, you know. So how do you? How long does it take for you? Like, what's your? How long is your set length? What's your? Let me ask this question. What's your longest set that you've done so far? Oh, I mean, I'll do about an hour and change on a that's long, a long, long. Time. That's like a long. That's like a on the long side. Okay. But, but I don't get to do that often. Yeah. You know, like there's not a lot of clubs or like. That like shows that, that need an hour and a half of one comedian. So when you were when you open up or when you open up for Titus, yeah, what do you get like fifteen? Oh minutes, yeah, like fifteen. Minutes? If if it's depending on the spot, but sometimes he's just like he's just throwing me on to be nice, and it's like just do like seven, you know? Yeah. But sometimes like fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. Have you ever done? Have you ever opened for something that is not comedy? I've opened for bands and I've opened for improv. And um, um, like a who's live anyway kind okay. of kind of thing, and um, um, the band one was interesting, um, because they're not really there for comedy, yeah. and they're not <laughs> like they're not sure why you're there. I but think they're willing. I, they're willing to be entertained if you can get them. You just you just have to be a more skilled comedian than I yeah. was at the time. The reason I ask is I th- I we went to a sh- a show once and I I think it was Flight of the Concords, mm. and they had like two comedians open for them, but they were not in the same genre of okay. comedy as Flight of the Concords. They were they were. I can't even really explain it, but it just seemed really not weird. a good fit. And I just remember thinking, oh man, because no one laughed. Like this was at the Paramount oh, and it boy. was full and no one, no one laughed. And I remember turning to Lori and saying, I feel sorry for them yeah. because, you know, the, obviously they want, it's a pretty a big gig because Fly the Concords was super big at the time and nothing. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, but hey, that's what you got to do, I guess, isn't it? I mean, Take doesn't lumps, every comedian have that story of a gig that just, oi? Uh, yeah, they they get up there. I had a my first show out of town actually. The first time I got taken on the road uh, was Canada, Oregon, and it's like a six hour drive. I was getting a hundred dollars. That's the and uh, hot spot yeah, of comedy yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they have hot springs there too. I think oh, well, there you go. that's what I thought you were gonna say. That's oh. the hot springs. I was like, oh, you know it. Um, uh, big uh, native reservation, and uh, anyway, whatever. It's all fine. And then the, 
I'm supposed to do 30 minutes and I'm, you know, it's not going well, but it's, it's, it's not that they're not laughing. It's just the jokes aren't very good, you know? So they're like kind of laughing here and there. And like, how old are you? That's 23, 24. I mean, this is 10 years ago. That's young. Yeah. And so I had jokes. It just had to be a ideal situation, I think. And so, um, it, whatever. Some people started heckling me, and I didn't have the capacity to to deal Respond with that to really. It. So yeah. I was kind of like, "No, you're stupid." <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and you then know, they're like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. Well, it, we'll get into it. So the it's not going well, and I'm I'm trying to whatever deal with it. And then I'm at like 20 minutes, and this woman is like, she turns to her friend, and she goes loudly she's in the front row she turns and like not trying to hide her voice she goes if he doesn't get off stage soon i'm gonna come up there and unplug the microphone wow (laughs) and i can hear it and the audience can hear it and so i look at my timer i'm like 22 minutes just eight more minutes just just eight more minutes because you hear stories of like now granted this probably is ridiculous but like I, you hear stories of like he got off 5 minutes early they didn't pay him and like and so you're like right I, you know I don't watch the clock. I don't want to need that you know not that anyone would have said, I realized later like that's just a shit gig with the booker that doesn't really got care it. but but like you know I got off stage and the headliner got up and he goes you fucking get out and he like kicked half the crowd out and wow and, because uh, of their treatment of you well they started trying to do it to him and oh, he just I see. wasn't he just wasn't going to deal with it <clears throat> he was like god get the fuck out i don't yeah. want to deal with you so being the that you weren't the headliner you probably didn't have the the i wouldn't have had that. i wouldn't have had the balls i wouldn't have known that that was an option at that point yeah. really um it is funny because usually that's the job of the venue to be like, we got security, you just perform. You know? Yeah, but it is funny to see. They'll how... give you like a code word or get that guy a glass of water, you know, <laughs> and then two which guys means come kick out him and, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, using his head. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't get, I don't get, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think I have the best uh, self esteem, and because of that. I don't put myself in certain situations. Like one of them, I don't get heckled. Yeah. Because it's like, why should I speak up louder than the person that is actually? Because not everyone feels that way about themselves. They think that they are funnier. They are. Or that they think they have something to contribute. So that's like one thing. I don't do that. Like another thing that I do is when Lori and I go wine tasting, I don't pour out any of the wine. Or I don't tell the winemaker or whoever's pouring, I don't like this one, and then pour it out. I think that is incredibly rude. Because it's like, why would these people care if I do this or not? And it's like, so I don't don't do that. And also, I'm not big on handshakes. Yeah. Because I have clammy hands a lot. And it's like, why would I want to subject someone to my clammy hands? Sure. So I do the... Real like, empathetic. I do. Yeah. So so it's like I don't get a lot of That's these how I things. feel about dating, but I just like if clammy hands was like a personality type, that's what I've got that's going fun. on. And so like I always think like sometimes I meet a girl and she's like really into me or whatever, and I go like just I'm gonna give you two months to figure out that you're wrong. And then if you haven't figured it out by then, then we're gonna hook up. But yeah. and then that's that's your fault at that point. If you blow past all the warning signs, I can't 
you know, There's, I, I've only got certain amount of self restraint here. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I'm ex- I I hear you. And the, so so the the people that do have you know the balls to to speak up that way, it's like what? what like, well, what? you know, the liquid courage, a little bit of alcohol can help. And uh, and sometimes they think they just have a witty thing to say, and sometimes they think like, sometimes they think that they're like helping you because sometimes they say something and then you make fun of them and then you get a big laugh and they go like, oh, that's because of me, and it's like, no, I took what you threw at me and and yeah. I did a, I did a very delicate procedure, yeah. where I uh, manipulated that and turned it around yeah. and flung it and right. smashed you back in the face with it, and that's why they're <clears throat> they're laughing because of me, not you. Yeah, but then they think like, oh, like. I'm helping him get laughs. And it's like, I came in with plenty of material without you, you know? Do you practice? Have you ever, do you have things that you practice for hecklers now? No, I, you can't really practice a heckler. I think the best thing is just to be in the moment. I definitely have lines and I will try to steer them into certain, um, I'll give you one that's a really effective one that I love using is, um, well, first of all, I, I try to, my goal is to sound like a disappointed father. Like, I never used to, because you used to have to, like, I don't go to your job and slap dicks out of your mouth and, like, try to come up with, like, a witty thing. And now I just, because that's not my personality at right. all, I just try to reason with them and go, come on, just leave me alone. Or, like, because uh, I'm just talking, all oh, my jokes are very conversational, I yeah. think. And so, like, like did you I, really need yeah, to say so that? So, like, sometimes if, <laughs> Like they're talking, I'll go like, "What? What's that?" And I'll try and like ask them questions to like make them realize what they're doing is stupid. And so one of my favorite things is like when it, when someone says, if it's like the second time they've said something, I go like, "This is like the third time you've interrupted me or whatever." Do you want to cut? And they check? go, they go like, "Sorry." <laughs> so sometimes they say, what I'm trying to do is get them to say sorry right. because then I have a line oh. that goes, "The best apology is changed behavior," <laughs> and it just How often murders. Do you get that? I've used it like five times Have you? and it just murders the entire room <laughs> and the heckler has nothing left to say. They just, they, they can't, they, they can't type down because the whole audience, I just lectured them like they were their father <laughs> and they are humiliated, but in a friendly, it's still a very friendly saying right. to be like, well, well if you're actually kindness, sorry, then stop talking to me. Then never heckle again. Right. Your and so is that is the fun that is a fun one to use. So so anytime someone wants to yell at me, I'm trying if I can try to get them to a point where they re, where they're contrite a little bit. Yeah. So they feel like that's they're, the killing move. Then that's the then that's the the finish, finish him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fucking get over here, yeah. you know. That's a look and, of uh, the lands. But the other chest. than that, like sometimes I try to just be like I try to get to the point where I go like where I'm like, without saying, why are you talking to me? <laughs> I try to ask that question. So like a woman, when I, I try to like write a little bit of local jokes wherever I go because it's interesting and it's yeah. a fun way to be in the moment. And yeah, so relate I was in, to your um, audience a bit. Yeah, as in Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, which is where they uh, invented the plane. <clears throat> the Wright brothers took their first flight in Kitty right Hawk. Up, Kitty Hawk, yeah. yeah. So it's right there. And so... I like went to the memorial and I started writing jokes about it because I thought like that's fun, and uh, so I was on stage and I was talking about like 
oh, it's kind of cool that they invented the plane here. And this woman was like, she did a very loud, sarcastic laugh. She goes like, ha, ha. <laughs> and I was like, and like the whole audience and I both like make the face of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I go like, what? I go, what? did they not? I So I literally said like, wait, did. Am I wrong? Why are you? Yeah. <laughs> the, the emotion is like, why are you making that noise? I go like, did they not invent the plane? And she goes, you were too young. And I go, wait. <laughs> they they were too young she goes no you're too young and i go i didn't invent the plane i'm saying i just went to the memorial the whole tone is like what are you talking about lady you are, insane. you are an insane lady and that and that's fun because she is what's fun about her was she didn't she didn't feel contrite she had no awareness that she was even trying to ruin the show or like <laughs> so then i can go i if you're an idiot then i can just go oh that's bounce back and forth i can throw a ball at her and she'll she'll be a brick wall and right. just send something back and so then it, you know but no matter what i'm gonna win it's like i was too young so all these so that, that for the building yeah. of the pyramid yeah 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 it's too young i don't it, like to this day i'm going back like what is, why did <laughs> what she did, feel what did she mean so it's one of my favorite clips it's called heckler knows everything on my um youtube and instagram that's hilarious but, but um yeah there's different and, techniques uh, like but i i just try to i try to see if i can string them along yeah cuz then they're fun clips and the and my buddy Steve Hofstetter who I've toured with a bunch is really well known for dealing with hecklers and like having very popular clips like that. So it can be a fun way to release content without having to spoil material. And it takes up uh, quite a few yeah. minutes. It yeah, yeah, exactly. Could take, yeah. Save some of those jokes for And us. then <laughs> yeah. And like I put out my jokes all the time. Like I put out jokes as soon as I think that they're ready to put out. I'm not a guy that's like hoarding material. You, you don't have pages and pages and pages but i just no but seen. i but you've got but it takes a while to get the jokes to a certain point yeah. where they're good enough to be publicized yeah. so i find that so interesting like uh like we were talking before where i'm a big fan of comedy uh being a kid listening to howard stern mm. you know eight ten years old listening to howard on the way to school have listened to him on and off for 30 some years uh, and then chicago i grew up in chicago so listening to chicago people like Steve Dahl and Jonathan Brandmeier, <clears throat> Kevin Matthews, like all these old Chicago radio people, just listening to them all the time. And, you know, then when you get older, the Seinfelds and all of these. And it's just really interesting to hear what, when they're working shows, when they're trying to come up with their set, yeah. that they just go to open mics. Yeah. And like, how cool would that be to have been around in the, you know, mid 80s and yeah. having these guys just do so do, do you know second when stage I was in uh, when I was in New York I uh, I was you know I follow Berbiglia on Twitter and stuff like that and I happened to be just in New York and he was like hey I'm doing a working it out show there's 20 bucks and there's only like uh, uh, 50 <laughs> seats or whatever and I was like fuck yeah like yeah so I showed up and he literally brings his notes on stage and he's like kind of riffing through some of them and some of them bomb and he goes like ah that one didn't work you know and he like and like that I re I like secretly <laughs> recorded it on my phone because I wanted to be like I want to compare I want to listen to this for a while yeah. and then compare 
when the final product comes out, right. you know, to that's, see what the difference that's is. That's a great perspective to have. Because I opened for Titus sometimes and he would bring a music stand out with a script <laughs> and he'd be like, I'm just going to run through this real quick. And it'd be like, you're open micing for 900 people. That's insane. <laughs> and um, notes. yeah, yeah. And he would be like, he'd pull out a Sharpie and be like, cross that joke out. <laughs> fucking, you know. So even when it's not hitting the way it's intended to, he still saved it. And, does, you know, it's just that a master of his craft. Is there. Okay, I've only been to a couple comedy clubs. What's your favorite club here in Seattle? Um, I'm particular to uh, I keep calling it Giggles, but it's Laughs Comedy Club in in the U District. Okay. Um, the underground, all the clubs here are really good. Actually, the underground is real. The underground's like my favorite uh, performance space. And that's the like audience the market, is right? uh, yeah, it's it's a little Pioneer Square, yeah. Uh, so oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's like the audience is right on top of you. The stage is like tiny and which is fine because I'm not a mover. So sometimes you get a big stage and it just feels awkward because I'm like, I'll just stand here and talk to you. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Tacoma Comedy Club has a big stage, but it's a great venue, too, because they have like a little uh, balcony area that oh. like. People are kind of like on top of you. Nah. It's like <laughs> interesting. They're like right next to the <laughs> stage, you know. But then the rest of the audience is at your feet. Um, it's kind of a weird setup, but it worked. You know, like every comedy club, sometimes you go like, if you're designing a club, it should be like, like Spokane Comedy Club even like is amazing. It's just an empty warehouse. Yeah. But the ceilings are higher than it should be, but it just works. Right. Like somehow... Certain buildings, they just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well... Maybe it doesn't really matter. Because I've done, like, shows in, like... I'm doing this, like, Eagles cover band tour right now, which is, like, kind of like doing bars and, like, mini theaters and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, Here? Well, I just did a run in, like, Mobile, Alabama, Biloxi, Mississippi, and Pensacola, Florida. Nice. And then we sold, like, 130 tickets in Pensacola. And the, the owner told me, like, 175 and then the day of the the day like a couple days before the show he was like only 120 and i was like i've already sold 120 like fuck you yeah and um but anyway we showed up and then we're trying to rearrange the venue cuz most of these venues don't have a lot of comedy and there's like three pool tables in the way <laughs> and i was like what, do, what Hopefully can we move the pool yeah, yeah can we move these pool tables and they're like no nah, we'll just they're heavy. They're just see. So it's like, it's like uh, a row of like three chairs in a row, all the way back, skinny, and then the other half of the room is like people sitting around a pool table <laughs> as if it was a table, and it's not an ideal setup at all. But no. it worked out to be yeah. a good show, you know. Um, so I think sometimes if you just get people that want to have a good time and you're matter. a good comedian. They just want to hear those jokes. Yeah, they just want they. Yeah, like you said, open minded, so, yeah. uh, ready. You were in that yes. mindset. So I try not to be like I try not to think of a venue as like a lucky venue or a bad venue mm -hmm. or because um, it's just those people showing up that day. Yeah. You know, well, because you can <clears throat> go like you can go like generally in this town, they're a little uppity. Or a little more. Yeah, Bellevue used to be like that at the parlor. Yeah, and it was also because they gave away like free tickets, so so it wasn't like a audience that was like, "We love laughing. We're paying twenty bucks." They're like, "We no, got some they're... free tickets in the mail," you know. Well, you know, which is like Microsoft engineers are 
known for their sure, yeah, being yeah, big yeah. But it, you know, it's also like <laughs> you know, there's I've Bellevue there has a good twice. young population and stuff. It's closed down now. Oh, but, did it? Yeah. Did that, uh, someone was, someone was like banging someone they weren't supposed to, and it was like the owners or landlord found out oh. that, that like the landlord's daughter or, or someone was involved, and it was so like shut it down. Just fucking. So we, we well, they <laughs> I think their lease was coming up, and so he just said, "Rent is now twelve million dollars," right. and they were like, "We can't <clears> afford <throat> that," and he's like, "Good, get the fuck out." <laughs> that was the point. We saw. Judah Friedlander there. I love Judah. Um, I might have been at a show. I was at a show one time there because he does crowd work. Yeah, that's all he, he did was crowd so work. So he, like, he pointed at me and he goes, what do you do? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, please don't talk to me, you know? <laughs> I'm a priest. Because I'm a comic, you know? like, <laughs> And I had worked with him before. So I just came to like watch the show because I think he's an amazing joke writer. And so he's like, what do you do? And I was like... Uh, me? And he's like, no, the guy behind you. Yeah, you, you know. And then before I could answer, he goes, oh, never mind. I know you. Hey, that's Andrew Rivers. He's a funny comedian. <laughs> Give it up. Hey, it's good to see you, buddy. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because like, I, you don't want to be like, I'm a comedian. Yeah. And like, we've worked together, you know, like well, we're friends, I thought. That's what know? we were saying, <laughs> that maybe the little bit of not so great self-esteem didn't let you right. say that. Right. Like if you were one if you were a heckler mentality, you would right. be like, I'm a and then And I am a <clears throat> performer, so I get I get he's trying to get into a yeah. joke. And I'm like, well when, I'm not I know where go I can help you get into a bit, but I just want you to be aware that I'm like I I'm not gonna like lie and be like, I work for the dairy farm. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> and Which, it's also awkward because like what if I lie to him and then five minutes into the crowd work, he realizes he remembers me. And right. then he's like, wait, fuck, I know who and then you that's are. This, you, and then he's like making fun of me because I've been lying the whole time. That's way more ammunition. Just tell the truth. When we went, That's the our life friend, lesson. <clears throat> he, I, he did something similar where he's like, what do you do? And the, one of the guys we were with, he sells janitorial supplies. Oh, man. So he said that. He said, I sell janitorial uh, supplies. Yeah. And oh, man, he went off. For a good few minutes on that, and then he felt embarrassed. Yeah, and then all of us were like, "Dude, why didn't you just say chemical sales? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or just regular sales." Because in the moment you don't think, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's man, he started talking. But about Judah would have gone <clears throat> anywhere with that, you know. He would have gone chemicals. What kind of chemicals? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. let him fish for it, and not yeah, just exactly. Sales. Don't hand him the answers <laughs> to the test platter. immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We also Make him work for it. Uh, Brian Callen. Callen. Oh, yeah. We saw him there, too. He's pretty funny. And uh, actually, we went, and then it wasn't until he started being on uh, the, that show that he's on that I remembered that we went to go see him. Oh, funny. Because I wasn't, uh, that was, I, I don't even think I sure, had, yeah, had yeah. heard of him. So I'm like, hey, that's He was cool. on we some zombie show way, like, like 10 years ago. It was really good, and then it, it did, like, one season, and then never... A zombie show? I don't it know was what like a zombie. Is. It was, like, zombie police force. <laughs> okay. It was, like, we found out there were zombies, and now we have a zombie police. I have to go see this now. It's was it probably, a comedy or a drama? That's, I mean, look, it was comedy. It was amazing. <clears throat> I'm gonna look it up right now. I have to, I have to see this. I have to know what this is. I'm a big zombie fan. He was like the fan. police cho uh, police chief. Zombie. By looking at my memorabilia, you could probably tell Death I'm a Death Valley. Huge Death Valley has to go on the queue if it's available. 75% of Rotten Tomatoes, 94% on Google. There you go. 7.8 IMDb. 
uh, on MTV. Yeah, it was an amazing show, but I, but you know, like, uh, I don't know. You get it. Yeah. What's your um? I mean, do you do comedians? Do you think they model themselves after a certain comedian? I don't know if that's a dumb question, but there like are no the, dumb questions. So, like for example, I'm a photographer. Sure. Slash. Yeah, you content. you borrow when you. Uh, I mean, it's about technique, kind yeah. of what we were talking about with Chappelle, the separating the art from the artist or whatever. Mm. And uh, there's techniques. There's, um, there's um. So is it tricks. easier? There's like it's like magic. There's magic tricks. There's just like uh, the, you know, I th- I I have a weird visual thing where I think of jokes as like math problems. Okay. I kind of go like, well, two plus two equals four, and that's the easiest joke you can get. Like, um. You know, why did the chicken cross the road <laughs> to to get to the other side for? Yeah. Like, okay, why did fine. The Whatever. Blonde go on the roof. Whatever. <laughs> Simplest. Uh, um, uh, me and my girlfriend were role playing. Uh, we always played a game. It was her favorite. It's called Sexy Librarian, which is where I'm not allowed to talk and she reads a book <laughs> instead. <laughs> one line joke. Then, boom, uh, boom, boom. Cool. Now there are better one there. Rim shot. <laughs> there are better. Um, hey, oh, no. oh, drum roll. Oh, drum roll. Oh, shit. Hold on. We gotta get our soundboard fixed here. Hey. No, that's the wrong one, too. That's still fine. I'll oh. take that. <laughs> hey, production he value. did a joke. Yay. <laughs> production value hit sky high just um, now. So there are. So, but then sometimes you go like, well, two plus two parentheses squared plus the th- th- you know more minus factors. three whatever you know things get more complicated with like um but in there but that's the whole joke but every but each of those jokes is just a little problem that you have to solve yeah. you know and so it becomes um uh ro- it's just like it's just a dance almost where you're memorizing steps right. and you're and you're um, but they're words instead of steps. And so you can learn like technique and you can learn like ways to, you know, Birbiglia thinks about things in a completely different way. And the way he tells a story is amazing, you know. Um, and sometimes like, I don't know, you just look, you just watching. It's hard to say like. Like you, you know, you eventually want to just become a smorgasbord of your favorite artists. Yeah, all of them combined into Andrew Rivers. You know, because early, like what? six years into my career, I was in a heavy Birbiglia phase, and like I'd get off stage, and people were like, "You're great. You remind us of Birbiglia a lot." And right. I'd be like, ah, oh, shit. Well, that's really I obvious. Yeah, I don't think you want. That yeah, you don't want life. people to be like, "You remind us just of like that guy." Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that's not the you know, goal. In my head, in my head, when I think of a joke or I say something dumb. Um, I, in my head, I picture myself saying it as Bill Burr, like yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And, and my wife is the only one who's used to this, but that's because she's only had to listen to me for 17 years, but I don't scream. I don't yell, but I talk loudly like Bill Burr does. Mm-hmm. Like when I say no, like it'll be like a no. Yeah. 
And but I'm not. It's not yeah. an anger. It's yeah. just in saying that. So yeah. when uh, whenever I'm telling a, a, a story or something like I get, yeah, and then I just it. start <laughs> like uh, projecting really, really loudly, and it freaks people out sometimes because they're. It, it might seem like I'm screaming in their face, but I'm really not. Yeah. And then my wife says that I get in trouble sometimes when we're, we're when I'm having any sort of discussion. Like let's you know those uh, those conversations that probably shouldn't happen amongst friends after a few beers sure where i'll state an opinion but i'll say it loudly thus meaning that i'm like that's a strong conviction that even though like it's not like it's it's so i I think i need to curtail that a little bit but he's one that it's just i mean i i he makes me laugh like an idiot yeah all the time but you're right with the like mixing them all together, and then here's gonna. And then be you this get new a new. Person. You get a new. It's like a. Uh, what is the thing? The Pokemon where they all transform into something. You know. Anyway, like the power it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, yeah, you get it. I'm a boomer. We've beat it. To death. <laughs> we get the analogy. The point is, yeah, you want to eventually just become your yeah. own that you've interpreted. Yeah. Do you know, you, like, the interesting thing here is that because of millennials and not knowing anything about what happened before they were born or before they had consciousness. Sure. Is it, I'm curious if it would be easier to take a bit more from the older, from the like stuff that happened in the fifties and sixties and then putting that into current, uh, into current material because they just don't know. I think, well, in terms of like talking about older things, or in the in the or just way. like the style of yeah, old just comedians. like in the style. Here's the thing: I think the problem is this is a fun topic for me because I try to go back and watch like Richard Pryor or whatever. Um, it doesn't really, it doesn't do much for me. It's very funny, yeah, and you can understand that it was funny at the time, yeah. But the problem is he's been ripped off a hundred thousand times since then. Yeah. So <clears throat> the comedians now are doing a better version of Richard Pryor than Richard Pryor was Did. Yeah. whatever. And so I think that's kind of like they've kind of become their own thing. But Chris Rock is amazing to me. But, I, you know, that's who I kind of grew up with. Yeah. But if you ask him, he's like, oh, Richard Pryor was the best comedian. Yeah, him and Eddie And so, Murphy. yeah, so it's like those, it doesn't hold up necessarily because you're so used to a, a it's like a colored TV, you know? It's better now. We've evolved. Right. So, like. They just did a whole thing on Richard And so Pryor. I think, yeah, so I think hopefully, like, in 20 years or 50 years when they go, like, and Rivers was uh, ahead of his time or so good back then. And then they watch and they go, yeah, it's all right. You know, <laughs> like, that's fine. I was listening but to you. But you can recognize that at in the 70s, what he was doing was unheard of. Yeah. You know, being that honest. Uh, not yet, yeah, because they, they weren't doing and it. And opening then. on, like, anyone got a lighter and, like, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> uh, so... I so, was listening yeah. to Tracy Morgan the other day, and you I don't even think you would guess of who one of his most inspirational comedians is was. Buster Ke- uh Charlie Chaplin. Oh, okay. He's like I he said that a lot of his physicality he gets from from Chaplin. Yeah. And that he said that Richard Pryor told him 
or who was it? Did Richard Pryor tell him? Or that he had heard that Richard also was a huge Chaplin fan and took a lot from him. Like that, I think that like that's super cool because you ask any, you know, yeah. You ask a 25-year-old kid now who Charlie Chaplin sure. is, they're probably going to... I mean, I'm barely on that. Like, I mean, I've seen the guy, the funny mustache, silent guy. <laughs> I, I get it. I couldn't probably like... one of the I biggest couldn't. laughs that I've ever gotten mm-hmm. was putting forks and breadsticks and then, <laughs> dan- and then doing the little dancing <laughs> thing. I had people laughing at the table all the way around. Uh, what I love to do... Still this, holds up. It, it's like, how can that be? It's dancing bread. One of the things that I do, and I cheat all the time, but because no one in my sphere has my the, mostly stuff. radio yeah. Yeah. radio jokes, man, I recycle old Howard jokes all the time. Great. And they... The, no one's You're allowed on. to do that. <laughs> that's, probably, what, that's what it's supposed to be. Probably the... Probably that's the, like comedians go like, take that one home with you all the time. <laughs> The funniest one. Well, recently, uh, we were with uh, we were in Mexico for New Year's, and we were with about fifteen people. <clears throat> and I don't know. This is a couple of drinks, and I don't know who started to talk about circumcision, oh, but boy. someone started talking about being circumcised. You got to be the one to cut it off. <laughs> I, I get stre- it. All I right. stretched it. Who's there? All right. <laughs> and who's on first? <laughs> I said um, I was super honest. And I said, yeah, my parents didn't do that to me. I was like, but I'm Mexican. And Mexicans generally don't. And then someone turned and said, it's like, you are, aren't you? And they're like, you know, guys get super uncomfortable when you start talking about whether they're un- uncircumcised or not. Well, and I think it's just a penis. People don't like talking about penises. Their, yeah, their yeah. own, typically. Yeah. And uh, I love talk- my favorite topic. <laughs> if we could bring that up next, that'd be <laughs> ideal. Wiener. Yeah. Well, we could maybe in this, in, in the, for what, what would I say next? So then uh, then uh, they looked at me and they said something like, you know, why weren't you? And I'm like, well, they told my parents that I didn't really have that much extra. It's like, I'm yeah. not uh, I can carry 52 M&Ms in the pouch type of guy. Uh, so just leave it. And oh, my goodness. They yeah. I got yeah. I got th- uh, a little less than half semi disgusted. Yeah. And yeah. the rest of yeah. them were yeah. just yeah. laughing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm right there. I'm like half mad at you. <laughs> but that's an old, that's an old, it's it, probably not even that old, but that's an old Howard bit where he sure. had one of his staffers. They had a little segment called What's in Sal's Pouch. So it would be like anything. And one of them was like, he could fit 32 women. But this is like, I don't know if it's 10 years old sure, or so, sure, and sure. no one's listened to that. But man, getting 50, we can go back to how awesome comedy is. Getting 15 people to laugh yeah. at something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though there was a little bit of uncomfortable, awkward laughter, and Lori turned to me and slapped me and sure. said, that's gross, yeah. don't say that. But that felt awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that felt awesome. So yeah. I, I, I... You get it now. I, I do that, yeah. You're like, oh, no wonder they get up there and sacrifice everything. <laughs> exactly. Every now and then I turn to Lori and I'm like, you know what? I think I have a good three minutes. I said, I could do three minutes. I said, you, well, you can. It just might not be good. It might be, yeah. And then I tell her, it might not be. As, li- are you prepared for for rejection? It, well, being booed. What? No one will boo you. Very rarely yeah. is that that you have to piss people off to get them to actively make noise. They'll, just, the, they'll just sit there in silence. That, uh, nah, it doesn't. That doesn't happen. What either. is that thing called? The hook and the, the hook cane. That, yeah, yeah. That drags you off. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing the wood like Kiki Shepard. <laughs> but a lot of my stuff is just weird, awkward stuff. Like, you know, like the the guilt and utter shame you have after you rub one out. Sure. Like, that's 
the, uncomfortable. Yeah, that is everyone's first um, topic. And it's like, why do you sex need sex? And that, yeah. and because it's like. <laughs> Sometimes I go on, like, even at open mic, I'm like, God, so many dating jokes. Like, I just, like, every comedian's like, I'm single, I'm just, like, trying to find somebody. And I'm just like, God. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to work on mine because I think they're different. And so that's what I'm trying to do is, at this point in my career, I I know how to write really good jokes. So I just need to find a way to stand out from everybody. Yeah. You know. Is to write the the same joke I know, better I know. or different. You, know? you put a platform out in front of you, and then a watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come out with a big hammer. Yeah, it's interesting. Look at gold, beautiful. No one's done that before. No, it's I've never never seen it. <laughs> you may need to warn the front row. Sure, they'll give them Look tarps. Right there. Yeah, yeah, ponchos and shit. Yeah, <clears throat> or you get like uh, rubber chickens. And Whatever just throw you want. them out. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you're working on your ranch right now. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've kind of got a thing going. I think I'm gonna stick to that. You're gonna stick the clubs to, that well, hire you know, me would not be if, happy uh, with that. I think. If you change your mind, you know where to you know where to find me. I got you. You got. Um, oh, I I've been having I've been having these conversations with uh, with my buddy about uh, you know how you get into the YouTube dark hole. Do you ever do you ever just sure. start going yeah. YouTube and yeah. then next and next? I and next. Uh, I've been watching uh, war on YouTube like. Like soldiers will carry around like GoPros with them, or like there was one where there was like just a reporter and a cameraman that are just hanging out with these soldiers, and they're like getting shot at, and they're like yeah. running around. But I was like, this is as close as I'm gonna get to war, and it'd be fun to. It's I don't know fun, but it's well, what rule interesting. Coming, you might get drafted. Well, I, think, I don't <laughs> think they're gonna take a 34 year old guy with a bum ankle. And a pregnant wife and uh, <laughs> with broken uh, ankles, yeah. <laughs> broken ankles. Running. I fucked up my ankle like two months ago. It still hurts. Working out or walking no? I was, down the a, I was at a. I was at a. I was playing football actually. I play flag football every Sunday with my buddies. Sometimes. Wow, that's hardcore. It's not. We're not athletic, but like, <laughs> but if you like, I work out a little bit, and I'm like the second fastest person. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, like, is it just buddies or is it a league? Yeah, just friends. Just friends? Just friends. I mean, we don't have enough people to play half the time. So, like, <laughs> we're losing people every week. <laughs> with like, bumming. Yeah, just fucking. Just running. There's a guy who's dislocated his shoulder twice. He keeps playing with us for some reason. <laughs> getting out of his but car. But it's like, uh, yeah, running. it's not like, I'm not, I'm not in, like, I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to tough it out, you know? No. Like, I, like. So I just haven't played in like two months. You weren't ready to just take that quarter zone shot yeah, right yeah, to the yeah, ankle and yeah. get back, tape it and get back well, out. Well, after I, sp- I sprained it, really, I didn't know what I did. I just knew I heard it. And I was like, it was a little tight, but I was like, it's fine. And uh, and I still played yeah. um, the rest of the game. Well, that's what guys do. They were like, it's fine. But I, like, I, it took me like 10 minutes to be like, to walk even. Yeah. And then after I was like, oh, that's real bad for some reason. And then like. Three days later, oh, I was like, I'll show you a photo of it if you like. Nice, nice and swell, sexy, nice and swelling. Sexy feet photos. Um, I think it's a bad year for feet in general. Nice. Yeah. That's legit. That's yeah. real. Yeah. That deserves some sympathy. Yeah. From mom. I mean, it's whole. It's so bruised up, but. I've um, never broken a bone, or severely sprained an ankle. But I've well, torn the don't cartilage look like in my you, knee. You don't look like you're attempting many things. Not at the moment. <laughs> I mean, I've been 
every day I wake up, I'm going to go hit the bag. I'm going to go to the gym and hit the bag. And then nothing. And then the next day, this is it. This is the day. And then nothing. I don't know. Yeah. I spoke to uh, the Man, show same on- time, same time, it sounds like you're that guy with everything where you're like, I should do comedy. I think I can do it. And then you just never do it, man. Well. You just got to get, go get it. My delirious, uh, yeah, delirium yeah, just, thought. Just do it. Just do it. What's what's the worst no, that's going to no, happen? I'm going to start by doing You get booed off the classes. stage and then be like, uh, and then go like, promote your podcast at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> throw stickers out just be like yeah, i have a podcast if you want to hear him make fun of me uh if you want to leave a one-star review be like i saw this guy bomb so bad you know the, no ba- no such with, thing as bad press man i need to start with with uh improv classes because i'm not quit i'm not witty you see you were were you the smart aleck kid who just shy i hid behind my mom's legs when she answered the door did you really are you uh yeah are you uh aries Aries, are uh, you uh, joking? You were shy kid. Yeah, sh- shy. So when did you burst out of your bubble? A little bit. Any day now. <laughs> it's coming around. I turn it on now. Yeah. I get. I if I'm this is work mode for. So now I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna chat and bullshit with you. And to, I'm just gonna try and make you laugh the whole time. Because what you have. What you have is something that I don't think you can learn. I don't think that's a learned thing. No, it is a learned thing. Of well, that's what people say. That if you habit. watch my first, if you, I'll send you a video of me. Well, no, the I'm not saying rocking that rocking back and forth because I'm anxious. Yeah, and not, well, that's just performing and bombing. Yeah. Performing, yes. Uh, moving your body in a certain way. Writing can a be joke learned. is like tech, we teach com. I teach a comedy class. But there's in what, Tacoma. What I'm arguing here. All right. I'm. I'm uh, what I'm arguing Yeah, yeah, here. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> is, I know you're a professional, <laughs> but let me tell you my opinion. Is that in order for that to be learned and to be successful, you have to be, your brain has to work that way by default. Because no. there's a million nope. calculations that go yeah. through your head. And yeah, I'm it's just ig- learning, but I'm acknowledging the, f- but. But why does it improv, <laughs> why is it improv going to teach you how to be funnier than. Because it'll give the it'll give the it'll give you cards in your deck that then you can use in controlled in controlled well for me controlled situations. That's not at all related. I don't think. No, you don't think wittiness and then just being able to uh, to when you have time to prep a joke in us you know in a, in a group setting or something. Because I'm not I don't but I I think that my issue is that I just don't pay attention. So when we're talking, I don't think I'm fully engaged in. Let's say there's a group of five people. I'm not fully engaged in everyone, so my brain is not thinking of what they're saying, which means that I'm just not going to have, you know, that funny quip or that funny comeback. My brain just doesn't work that way. Like, it needs to be very linear, chronological, direct one-to-one. Then maybe I can do it. Sure. Which is what makes me think that maybe I get three minutes because I'm just talking out. Well, we teach comedy in terms of um, it's a release of tension. So you want to make the crowd a little anxious, like, oh, where is he going with this? And then fulfill their expectations with a twist. Yeah. So uh, as if you're leading someone down a dark alley and then they bump (laughs) into somebody and then they turn around, but it's their friend. And they're like, oh, so it's one step below fear. So like eventually you get to a point where the techniques are just tell a story and then misdirects the audience. 
Yeah. That's all it is. It's, that's the, at its basic, is misdirect the audience. Why did the chicken cross the road? The reason that works is because they're answering the question before you can. Yeah. They're trying to answer it. And the reason you get a laugh is because you surprise them. And then you give How them for big a of a laugh is how big of a surprise it is. Why did the chicken cross yeah. the road? <clears throat> to go fuck his mother or whatever. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know? Like the bigger of the turn. When I say sexy librarian, they're thinking like, oh, whatever. Plaid yeah. skirt and glasses and um, and uh, and uh, whatever. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm... And, you know, like a Britney Spears music video or whatever, and I go, uh, <laughs> she reads a book and I'm not allowed to talk or whatever. Like that is a huge laugh because they don't see that coming yeah. at all, and then it's funny. So that's all like it's just the simplest thing. So I hear what you're saying, and you're right. So I guess what after my, my girlfriend and I broke up, I was replaced by a dog, which is refreshing. To know the relationship wasn't my fault. She just needed someone that would obey her commands. It's just math, math. It's just one plus one. It's the basic. Just tell them a fact. Like, uh, like, um, you know, like the joke I already used. Like, I'm not trying to join a soccer rec league. I just want to spring in my step if there's a right. bus coming. You know, that is a funny line because they don't see it coming. Right. Because they're like, I want to. And then not only am I saying like you start the the whole bit starts off with like, I don't call it working out. I call it preventing early death because that's I'm not in there. I'm not going to win a beauty pageant. I don't know how to solve the Middle East anyway. (laughs) I'm just trying. I'm just uh, every time I go in there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to live a few extra years. (laughs) I don't know what machine this is. I go to Planet Fitness. It's mostly massage chairs, but. That's uh, <laughs> a few more years. I can satisfy a few more women. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can last longer in bed, you know, whatever. Hey, yeah. Uh, goals, motivation. I had I a thing. That- I had a few years where I, I couldn't. Uh, I dated a girl and I, I couldn't. I just couldn't reach a climax. And, uh, you couldn't? Yeah. Which is backwards, you know? Yeah. And So you uh, just keep on going forever? Yeah, just uh, was a uh, well, was like cool. like porno dick, and then um, that's cool. But she didn't. She was, you know, she goes. That's it hurts it's, their like feelings to be like, oh, you're feelings. not. I'm not pleasing you, you know. And so it's that backwards thing where I'm like, no, I want to please you. Yeah. Like, that's fun. I'm a giver. I just make people. She laugh. didn't say enough already. We've been going at this for sixty minutes. I mean, she, you know, we stopped Let's eventually, take a break. but like, you know, like I'm gonna shave. Well, just yeah, it just <laughs> burns after after fifty <laughs> orgasms. You go, all right, it's fine. It's so funny talking to people about to dudes, talking to dudes about how long, like, sure. when, how long it should be. Well, I've had moment, I've like, I've had moments like that where it goes forever, and then I've had three minutes, you know, where I'm like. <laughs> Where I'm like, you wait, girl. I can go all night. And then it's like, oh, that was quick. (laughs) I have the most, uh, I I was trying to, I don't like talking about dick jokes, but because I I used to have a bunch of them. And then this guy came up to me like in an airport and he's like, I've seen you before. I know too much about your penis. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I could do without that interaction in public, you know? But, like, I was trying to write a joke about, like, my dick is like a dolphin trained at the circus, you know? 
it's not he's not forging forward in the wild. <laughs> he's just like, look, just give me the fucking, just give me the fish and I'll do the trick and whatever, you know. He's, he does not. He is not. He's not a game. He's not game for. He just needs the ideal situation. Yeah, and the uh, the prize so like eminently. I, like I've had a. I've had in you know like we've all had moments where you like can't get it up and stuff. But like in my because of my lifestyle and my career, sometimes it's like a girl doesn't know that she wants to bang me until like three in the morning, and then she's like texting me like, "Come over." <laughs> And then I'm like, because I'm like, so like a girl will come to a show. I'll tell you about this one thing that happened. I was at the show and uh, they go, we're going to go to this nightclub afterwards. And uh, cool, you know. And so the, me and the staff go up to party and uh, we're all hanging out. And I'm just, I just smoked a joint and like sat there and listened to music. And then this cute girl and I have this moment where we started singing like a Beyonce song <laughs> to each other. But I know the lyrics. Like I love Beyonce, big Beyonce fan, and so I was like, I was fucking crushing it, and we're like, <laughs> I'm like doing it, and she's like, just where the fuck did you come from? And so we get a chatting, and she was like, I was at your show earlier, and you were great, and I was like, oh, thanks, cool, we're just hanging out, and so she towards the end of the night, we're in this nightclub till like one and two in the morning, and she's like, we're all gonna go to my house and like have some more drinks. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And she goes like. No, don't even think about it. Just not gonna fuck oh, you. Oh, that's a guaranteed. Which yes. means like you know she's like trying to whatever. Fine, but but like great. But either way, but also like either way, cool. it'll be a good. good Fine time. with me. Tell me up front so I don't have to try to impress you anymore. That's right. Great. Where's so your that, friend? Yes, whatever. <laughs> so uh, I'm not gonna do that. But her, but uh, but great. So then so then we go to her. Oh, it's like four in the morning now, and then she's like, we're gonna play drinking games, and then. But everyone else is fucking tired, and she and we're like, let's just go to bed, and so we're like, we'll just go to bed, and we're like, you know, kissing and stuff, and then she's like, what's funny is like she grabbed my hands and started making them touch her and yeah. stuff, and I was like, she was I started laughing, yeah, it's so like <laughs> laughing. She goes, why are you laughing? I was like, because uh, I didn't think I was gonna be doing this. <laughs> And she's like, "Oh, so things change like or I whatever." Change my mind. Yeah, yeah. I can do. But that. then I'm it's like, but then it's like five in the morning, and yeah. it's like, look, this is not an ideal. <laughs> this is not a Monday night football erection at this point. You know, did you get up and like do a lap? I, you know, <laughs> at a certain push-ups. point, you like, yeah. I don't know what you're supposed to do at that point. That's Go. funny. Just hang on. I just need to, <laughs> need to hit the speed bag. <laughs> just get a little workout in. Get, a, get the know, blood pumping. You go, know, you know, take a shower real quick. Yeah, and so it's just like. Uh, it just becomes this thing where now I'm like, look, I'm not if I'm not chasing you around until four in the morning. If we if you want to have sex, Good it's got to be like within <laughs> business hours. You know, like I can't. My penis only holds banker hours. I've got a dolphin. It's a dolphin. It is the dolphin at SeaWorld. He's like, look, just give me the fish. You set up the schedule and I'll just swim around when you're busy. Like, I got my own thing. Yeah. I don't want, and then they release him to the wild and he's like, well, how am I supposed to do this? You know, <laughs> he's just lazy. That's a lot. That's, I mean, that's, she put you in a tough spot there. But it's, and that's what I, I know that. I've done that. It's happened, uh, whatever time. <coughs> I know better. And so now, <clears throat> that's my goal is to now just live a better life of like know now what things get you into trouble. <laughs> Hymns. 
<laughs> the hands. They, um, they advertise reached, on podcasts. I reached out to them for a sponsorship. Yeah? They they said no. Oh. Mothers. <clears throat> Although, so. But, tell you what, my dick <laughs> stays so hard on that ship. Listen up, hymns. It is like. <clears throat> and I've taken Viagra before also. Uh, I, this is like technology. This is like a robotic penis. You just take it. 30 minutes later, you have an erection for a couple hours. And, and you're, you want you're good to go. Are you dying? Are you dying now? <clears throat> go ahead and let it somehow out. Somehow got. I'm, I'm okay. Let it out. I don't know what happened. Let out the demon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I All didn't. this penis talk gets me uh, gagging, so you know? <laughs> Just, uh, sorry, there was a dick in my throat. Um, From the audience member, get back. Yeah. But I, but you know, it's interesting. The other thing is I, I didn't, I didn't realize like women don't care about size as much as I think guys do. Mm, I agree. Because I, and I've. Unless you are unfortunately cursed. Sure. If unless, you're a little lower. Unless when God uh, made you, he just kicked you right in the face and gave you yeah, a you little, know, little thing. But, little um, but, uh, but, but my, there's still my, a category I, yeah. for that, though. Yeah. Go to Pornhub. Oh, micro penis? There's a micro penis mm-hmm. category. Yeah, I have the opposite <laughs> issue, but um, slightly above average. But then, but now girls, sometimes girls go like, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> And I'm like, my whole life I thought this was a bonus, and now it's stopping me from getting laid all the time. Wow. I've had, I hooked up with one girl, and then a couple days later, she was like, hey, come over. And I was like, great. And then I came over, and we were like cuddling, and she's like, I just can't. I can't do that. But so she, th- that was her first experience she just wanted with to, your wing? She just wanted to cuddle and like, and like hang out, yeah. and I was like trying to bang her again, and she's like, I can't do that again. <laughs> and then, uh, so then I was like, okay. <laughs> And then, um, and then another girl, so you, she, we almost hooked up like 10 years ago and then she just, whatever we reached, we got back in touch somehow and she came to a show, fell in love with me Uh and then she came over. How could she not? But then, and and then we were getting ready and she was just like, I don't, I just don't think I can do that. That's not. You say, "Come on!" Be she a was trooper. a very tiny. She's a tiny lady too, that, so that goes into it. But like, but even my my last girlfriend one time, she was like, "Is it growing?" She was like, "It's getting bigger." Well, it should. It well, I mean, yeah, yeah, in that, in that. But I think she meant like over time. Over time she was yeah. like, "I don't. Well, this it, is you know, not, you know." His penises stop growing when you're 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was side <laughs> thing. So I need all the women with loose vaginas to loose. to please give me a call. You don't want loose. You want uh, accommodation. Worn in is that better? What's the terminology you want to use here? Let's be real careful about the words we're choosing on this podcast. Um, flexible uh, <laughs> can know. take a beating. <laughs> Like Betty White, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> you know she's I've got. Been, a, she's got. A, she's got. A, I don't know. You can get in there. I feel. <clears throat> I feel a bit. Okay, you know what? Never mind. I uh, <laughs> scratch that. I am intimidated. More than, I am more than happy that I don't have these stories that you're sure, sharing sure. because I've been. Uh, I've been in a monogamous <sighs> relationship for almost eighteen years. That's great. I'm so and jealous. I'm Forty-one. Of that. I want to be in love. And before that, and this is what I'm working on. I want to be, I want to be one of those old couples on a plane that makes people switch seats. Like, hey, we don't really want to be around each other for a while. Can you just trade with us? 
I want to I I went to a friend's house and he that I've known for seven years or whatever and and uh, he used to be like a bachelor with a condo and like and I go to his house now and he's got like a fence and a dog in a backyard and he's <laughs> is and, he that Allstate commercial yeah and I'm just like <laughs> oh man and I it just hit me I was like I'm never gonna be happy like this you know. Fetal position in the corner, crying. Well, I think I've I've come to terms that I'm a fixer upper. You know, Um, you are. Yeah, like like I just need a bossy lady. Like my last girlfriend, you want to fix or that you want? No, I want to be fixed. I I'm I need help. Oh, gotcha. You know, I think my, uh, you know, I didn't appreciate the bossy lady when I had it, but I look back at all the women I've dated and I'm like, oh, I need. Uh, you know, right now, like, because I'm single, I just take wrong turns on purpose yeah. so that my GPS yells at me because I'm like, oh, yeah, daddy, that's what he likes. <laughs> like, if a woman comes up to me and goes, like, you're not making enough money, I'd be like, she sees potential in me. Because my girlfriend used to, like, she made me a better person because she was always pointing out things I was doing wrong, you know, yeah. and then I would fix them. But she, because she would be like, you should work out. But she was <laughs> subtle about it. She wanted to spare my feelings. She would like grab your arm. She'd be like, you're a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was, she was real mean <laughs> about you it. on the tummy. <laughs> yeah. One time she goes, I had a dream that you were super ripped. It was so hot. <laughs> I was like, are you sure it was me in the dream? <laughs> and it turns out it was like her subtle way of yeah. being like, you're a little bitch. Yeah. And I was like, like, oh, my vagina was so loosey. With this version of I you. thought like, oh man, if you just give them good dick, then the rest of you doesn't matter. No. 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 Does, they don't care about it no. at all. Although supposedly dad bod was in there for a little bit. Yeah, I think once you get to your 30s, it, the the sex has just become more of like a, yeah. like a <clears throat> hobby instead of like a main goal. Yeah. Every time The Rock comes on, my wife's eyes just bulge yeah. out of her head. Yeah. Or I mean, Jason Momoa. Yeah. She's into those. Oh, and I mean, uh, you got the. If you start going to the gym, man, you got it. I've got. uh, Even though I do got about fifty pounds on the rock, but it's not uh, muscle. Yeah, I'm a little bit flabby. I think you. I think you got. You've got the the body to sustain it. So I'm working from a scrawny guy perspective. So like, well, all you need is some uh, uh, (sighs) beefcake five thousand protein shake, and boom. See, go back to the. I don't know. What's that cartoon called? Yeah. S- South Park? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Cartman yep. drank yep. Uh, Beefcake uh, beef yep. 5000. All right. Well, I've taken enough of your time, Andrew. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm you so, so much. <laughs> Someone please talk <laughs> do to you, me. Uh, do you want to uh, promote your Tinder? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew J. Rivers on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, or Adult Friend Finder. Um <laughs> YouTube, uh, Pinterest. I'm on TikTok for some reason. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, AndrewJRivers.com. Whatever you look up. I am on Tinder and Bubble. I don't check those really. Like, uh, I mostly use them because I put like my comedy. Like, I go like I'm a comedian. I'm in town. And then here's my Instagram. And then hope that they'll like find my videos yeah. or something like that. So you're promoting yourself on dating apps. Yeah. All right. I'm not actually like I'm not swiping a ton. Mm. I'm not necessarily looking for someone off of there. 
if that makes sense. He's but if but if they come means. find me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, now I'm gonna start so painting myself in a better light. Yeah. So you're the after I spent about. 10 minutes talking about how I can't get my dick hard if it's not 9 to 5 <laughs> business hymns. hours. And on yeah, hymns. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. I come prepared, though. But then it's like you, you need a 20-minute wind-up if you're taking a pill, so, you know? like the, the, the It's like, are we going to do this or not? You I'm know? so neurotic. Like, I do not understand how someone could be. Like, there are so many things. So first of all, you have one-night stands. But what if you do need the hymns? So what do you do? You're like, you don't know, you, so you don't want to take you it can't. You before. can't go, hey, let me go get my boner pill yeah, real quick. Like, like, that's a real turn on. But then you also, I'm assuming you also don't want to take it preemptively if you're not sure because... Then you're just hard for five hours. And, yeah. the, like, it costs money, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then, like, that's one thing. And then the other thing, you you do these hookups for one-night stands. Like, what if you're dancing and you're all sweaty? Yeah. And then you go back. Yeah. Like, what, what's the it's etiquette not, here? Nah, like, great. what if you go back to her place? Do you, well, is most... The etiquette- this is literally most women will go to the bathroom or they'll, you know... They, well, they, something with their vaginas are all weird. They have to pee before yeah. and after, usually. <laughs> well, it's, you know, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get out. it. I get it. Yeah. I was trying to be a little silly. <laughs> ah, well, they they got their weird vaginas I, and shit, you know? That's going to be David Attenborough <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. Biology. I mean, li- look, my you know, uh, I made fun of my penis. I can make fun of your vagina. It's all, it's all good. Just every time but, you see me make dolphin noises, or or or. <laughs> Flipper. Uh, I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use the dolphin thumbnail. For, oh, for, for fucking this, dope! That's great. That's what I gotta do. Um, right, but that's her because how many guys? But do they you know go that wash up. Guys don't. don't. When a woman, that's why it's God bless them because yeah. they put their mouth on it and they do all sorts of things See, to it. I and you don't. And you, you go like me? it's I been sitting sh- in there for. I can't even shake someone's hand because I, I'm clammy. Call me, call me clammy. <laughs> it's like, I... Imagine how clammy your penis is after a six-hour dance could, session. It's insane to yeah. me. It's Tell like, you. I would need to I would need to say, you know what? Uh, I'm, I am I have an overnight bag just in case. I'm right. going to go shower. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to smell yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, fucking roses, like yeah. And then you take your, you go, hey, well, this is what I'm working on. This joke too about consent is like, you gotta, you gotta go up to someone and uh, uh, you gotta say like, how bad do you want to bang me? You know, like, <laughs> from, and you gotta pick a scale of one, one to, to ten. ten. Yeah, and then you gotta be within two points. That's I read. I gotcha. This is the setup to the joke. Is I read an article. <laughs> That said, modern consent is where someone is as enthusiastic about having sex with you as you are with them. So I've been and married, I was like, I don't think I've ever had consensual years. sex. <laughs> How many times in 18 years has sex been consensual, according to that definition? No, I mean, I've, I'm probably pretty- a few a year, you know. Like, Let's just say that. Uh, more time. I'm fine. Than you would like it's. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. You're great. Or just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. The just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. so like I so I was like, if you're at a ten and she's at an eight, and she's like, yeah, that's fine, that's totally fine. But if you're at an eight and she's at a two, and she's like, that's fine, that's not fine. Marriage is different because it's a thing where you're like, yeah, I agreed to this, uh, not rape. Yeah. But like s- blurring the line of like, I guess if you want. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I can't speak to it because I don't know a lot. No, but well, I'm, I'm I'm debating whether I should. I know, so, I know. Uh, you're like, is she gonna listen? She's probably tuned out. She by will this listen time. to it. But the, when it, when it, when I get the clearance, 
Well, let's say she's not enthusiastic. Let's say, but that once you, she's into it, well, she does. Once you get moving, yeah, no. If it's, like, if it's, if it's a purely, <laughs> I was trying to help you thing, out. Yeah. <laughs> once I get in there, she's real excited about it. Well, I try. Yeah. But sometimes it's just an all me thing. Yeah. But then I get all in my head again. And I'm like, you know what? This does feel a bit rapey because there is zero pleasure yeah. coming from yeah. the other side. Yeah. And then I'm like, fine. Yeah. And then I just get up and walk away. <laughs> Like I didn't want to do it anyway, yeah. and then I go and you know watch you do I watch watch YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in, but that I can grasp my brain. I can uh, my brain gets it because you know tw- almost twenty years. But <clears throat> single people now, like you got to worry about all that. Plus, you got to worry about chlamydia now. Yeah, diseases. Like, there's like and babies. Like, chlamydia and... is the biggest one yeah. that comes up, and well, it's the easiest. Well, first of all, it's the easiest. <clears throat> It's like the starter kit STD. Is it? I've had it like three times. <laughs> and uh, I'm not ashamed of any of this stuff. I don't care. <laughs> this happens. My, one of my favorite jokes, Avery Southern, very funny female comedian. And she goes, uh, uh, being single, I learned a lot about chlamydia. And uh, it's so funny to me. like, Because um, she said, like, it can stop you from getting... Being, it can make you infertile mm-hmm. So I think I'm just gonna keep it <laughs> I'm gonna keep it now So I don't have to keep it later Is her joke She's very funny she, But it's it's the type of thing that like people She's very attractive She's very hot Yeah And so like audiences Almost don't even know what to do With a, a woman that is gonna be that filthy <laughs> But not it's not even filthy It's just honest No yeah it's just uh, It's just the truth just People talking. are scared of the truth It's crazy so yeah, but so chlamydia, you just take a pill and it's fine. <laughs> how and, long? How long does this last? Like three days. Oh, it's a quickie. If you from get treatment right away, you it's basically a like a week a after you have sex, <clears throat> within a couple days you'd be like, hmm. The burning. The well, leaking. it's not even a. It's like also it's just a general discomfort just like at first. Where you're like, in your hmm, seat. That's odd. And then after a while, you know, you're like, ah, oh, it's not good. Mike and then Tyson. you go in and you go like. And you just pee in a cup, and then they go, "Yeah, you have chlamydia." You whore. When uh, when I was <laughs> when I got it when I was twenty, I think, or twenty two or something like that. And they go, "You." They used to have to do a Q tip up your pee hole or whatever, yeah. and that was uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. But now you can just pee in a jar, which and, is fine. Hey, technology. And then they give you. A, they go, "Here's two pills. You'll have diarrhea in a few hours, but you won't have chlamydia." And you go, that's a nice trade off. <laughs> And then gonorrhea is, um, I don't think I've had that one. I did it. Sometimes you get them together. So, like, I think one time I had, yeah, I had, like, chlamydia chlamydia and trick, I think, or something. And so that one, I was like, something's not right. But I got it from a blowjob, which is, that's, like, unfair, you know? You're like, I didn't even get to have the full experience. So if that person because i won't assume yeah, yeah. it's a well, female is a, a lady yeah but that's fair that's a very polite you never hey, know, you know it's, yeah it's, it's, it's 2020 it could be experiment I, I, I don't judge i, I don't judge um, so. i encourage it <laughs> so what my if friend that... wally barham and uh, another one of my friends jokes uh <clears throat> i don't mind if my peas and carrots touch in fact it's 2020 i encourage it <laughs> something like that i love jokes it's so fun Wally Barum. That's um, that's so, too much. You're, so, you are. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. So it's I don't not know how fun. Anyone does it. So this is my favorite. We can close on this story. Is uh, I was in the as an STD clinic, 
in Indiana. <laughs> and by the way, don't have unprotected sex in Indiana. What? Um, With farmer's daughters? No. Well, They're this is what I wholesome. this is I tell you what, different parts of the country have different outbreaks of certain right. things, which is amazing. <laughs> When you, th- it makes sense when you think about it. Like, well, those people don't necessarily travel very often. No, like, it all stays. Everyone stays around. Homogenous. Yeah, yeah. People don't travel as much as you think. So, like, so certain areas have like the same STDs yeah. pro- pro- problems. But anyway, so they, but Indiana's like the worst. And they just, they're like, we're having all uh, outbreaks of all sorts of shit out here or whatever. So, whatever. I got a blowjob from a girl out there and then. <laughs> A couple days later, I was like, "Where was it? Like in a closet or?" No, it was on the living room couch. I was uh, okay. staying with a, uh, I don't know if I divulge too much information, but I was staying with a friend, and he uh, uh, <laughs> knew some friends, and we all had a fun party, and then uh, you know, some girl wanted to, uh, yeah, blow me, and yeah. then uh, great, I'm not gonna turn that down. No. Um, well, now, well, now, um, now yeah, it's now, now you, you go. Did the, now there's more. There's did more like steps. The boiling, nothing, no warning sign. No, leaky no, no. bumps around her mouth. No, wasn't there? Give it away. No, no. All right. Um. Yeah. So then, a few days later, you're like, "Hey, that's not <laughs> something's not right." But, but I'm also hypochondrical. Yeah. Uh, Which is okay. Hypochondriacal. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it really. Anyway, hypochondriac. And uh, so I get like, maybe it's just me because I get paranoid because I've had it a couple times. And so I'm like, every time I'm like, I've got AIDS. <laughs> and uh, so I go to the clinic and they're checking me in. And the doctor is like, hey, I just need to see your ID and stuff. And so he's like writing down stuff. And he's like, cool, Washington. What are you doing in Indiana? And I go, oh, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and he goes, uh he goes, wow, that's got to be a fun job. Yeah, look at me. And I go, yeah, literally, <laughs> I said, well, most of the time. And then I kind of like looked around, and then he realized, like, oh, I'm at work, and I'm a doctor that cures dirty dicks, and uh, this is very awkward for me. And I'm on, I'm like so comfortable with being like, look, just fix it. Yeah, like I like you have the tools. It, Shame goes out the window the second time, I think, when you go like, all right, let's right. just, let's be an adult. You know, I'm prone to this. This is, I have a susceptibility, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you just at a certain point, like, you know, you make enough dumb decisions. Yeah. That's what. You know, that, actually, they should put. You cut down on license. drinking. You cut. Oh, yeah. They yeah. should put what SDAs you've had on your license. <laughs> so then, so he goes, you know, from Seattle. It's got a comedian. What a fun job! And I'm like, most of the time. And yeah. then he's like, oh, it's Jesus like when I Christ. don't get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that was always the funniest thing to me, where he was just like, um, okay, <sighs> but take these like, pills. I'm sorry. Like, did she had just? Did she just have like wisdom teeth know. removed? I don't know, man. And, I don't. I don't. Know. Like, did she I, bite your wiener and know. break skin? No. It's just uh, the the. You know, she like this is the problem. Is like. Did she like blow into your? No, you can get it area. just from like the saliva is like whatever that like it oh. hangs out in like the the whatever the I want to say barnacle, but the fucking uh, <laughs> well, you know those might, amoeba things it might be like barnacles. barnacles. <laughs> it feels good on the Did side she of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 
No, you can't tell. I'm telling you. You, you know, unless it's an active outbreak of herpes, you just have no idea. That is petrifying to me. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll never do I'm going to be married for the rest of my life just because do I it. want no part of that. It's not. It's not great. Unless. And that's another reason. Like now, like I hook up with people sometimes. There's a much <laughs> more thorough screening point. You you know, do you have you, a form? Do you give them a form? Yeah, I like well, a background an check and like, it doesn't have to be paper. A, a 1099 and, and you can uh, have like a survey monkey link yeah, that yeah. you send them beforehand. No, you just go like <laughs> if it's too easy or too eager or too. <clears throat> That's the thing is like, you want the girl that waits till 5 a.m., but you need her to make wow. her mind up in, in, a little earlier. No, but it might be that she's wondering whether she should do or not because she has chlamydia. I don't think so. Or I whether think, she has her. I don't think anyone purpose well some people maybe but i think people just don't know mm. um, a majority of the people that have stds don't know they have stds just go to planned parenthood mm. because that's how people get it it's just people don't know yeah you can't <clears throat> say like i'm gonna advocate like and for i've called you know here. i've called i've <laughs> called a girl after the first time i got chlamydia and i called her and i was like hey this is awkward blah blah and uh she's like wasn't me and i was like <laughs> Well, okay. I'm not sleeping with a ton of people, you know? <laughs> She's like, no, I just got tested last week. And, uh, okay. Well, I called you and I did my duty. Yeah. And so that's fine. Whether you want to admit it or not, I don't, you know, that's out of my control. I just know not to answer your phone calls anymore. I'm petrified for you. It sucks, man. But that's why you just find someone. That's why I want to be in love. This whole podcast has been a way to find me love. So just slide in those DMs, yeah. ladies. <clears throat> I you do know have I've a got a big net. dick, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work right off. Is it often. girthy? Or, uh... I don't know. Would you, would, should I just show you, and then <laughs> do you want to compare side by side? Let's just say if you put it into the aquarium, how much water would it displace? <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking like liters or... <laughs> Is that a piranha? Is that why you want me to stick it my is. dick in this tank? <laughs> like how much would like half of the water come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're losing. We're, that, that fish is not going to live fish, in there. The fish is going to, yeah, it's going to. All right, so, all right. Um, the hey, fish is going to be like, look at this giant fish. Where the fuck did this thing come from? You should put that on your bike. It's a giant seahorse or whatever. Cause, yeah, because it curves. It, it looks like a seahorse. My dick looks like a. My penis will displace a lot of water. With a curly tail at the end of it. That I don't see like for sure. If you don't find someone within three three uh, business days business days of the post of, of this show, then uh, I got to change my advertising. Then method. you need to. Who, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna need to go completely different approach. Well, it's not. It, it's. I'm. I'm not. I'm not uh, counting on any success because I mean, what's your age range? Out of your three listeners. <laughs> Uh, you know, your wife, hey, three and listeners your mom, on each. I'm not gonna bang those podcast. people, so. <laughs> so I don't even worry about that comment. It was that not three, three on each podcast yeah, yeah, app, yeah. So that's like 12. Oh, okay, that's not bad. <laughs> Shout out to my stitcher bitches. <laughs> no, what's what's your, my type? Yeah, my, well, age, no, your age. my uh, like, I'm 34, wanna... but I mean. I don't. Like I don't 19? think I should bang a nineteen-year-old. But if someone comes, no, we're talking about love here. Oh, love! It's just you gotta, probably shouldn't love a nineteen-year-old either. It's gotta feel right. She's probably I, you gonna can't. Lie to you you can't. You can't make a. 
I don't know. I'm in love. Uh, I shouldn't mention. What if it's like a 50 year old? It's going to go bad. I'm in, no. That's a little too old. A rich one. No. <laughs> to think about it for a little bit. It's slower, no. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I, we, what are we talking about? Like an arrangement? <laughs> like, I'll come I'll come give you some dick for There's a website for that, A couple times a week, yeah. There's an app for that. Like Sugar Boys? Yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of, like... Would you consider doing yes. international? Like, get, like, a, a Ukrainian app or a Filipino app. How about this? A mail-order bride kind a of mail thing? A mail-order, well... Yeah. These no, are options for you. Be... I mean, do you want uh, you you want it to be organic? I don't yeah, it's gotta feel You want it to be you're here's what you want. You want it to be you're doing a show. This is the thing is like sometimes people slide in your DMs and it's like maybe, but like <clears throat> this didn't this line you used didn't work. Yeah. So like so you know, sometimes I'll DM a girl and I'll be like, What's your sign? And they'll be like, Oh, ha you don't and do they that. go oh I do. Oh, <laughs> Oh, can we keep talking about this? Yeah, you know, because I used I to be like, because I used to think that was so corny, right? Because yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck it, what's your sign? What a stupid way to introduce yourself to right. someone. And because I thought like that's so overdone and played out, like and like decades. you gotta you gotta think of a different way. And then, but then I kept fucking, I couldn't figure it out. No, and so I was asking a, a female friend of mine, who, my video editor, and I was like. Hey, this girl keeps liking all my photos on Instagram, and I should DM her. Right. But I don't know what to say. And she goes, just ask her her sign. <laughs> and I was like, no way that fucking works. And then it worked. And I was like, holy shit. Because women believe in dumb shit like astrology and monogamy, you know, like those things that don't, that aren't real. So you then they give you chlamydia. Yeah. yeah. So you got so to hit him with like a, it's old fashioned because it works, you know? It's uh, tried and true. And so then they then you they go like oh I'm a Libra or whatever and then you look up you and Libra and then you go oh it only gives us a forty two percent chance I don't think it's gonna work <laughs> and then you read the thing and it says I'm a I'm a fixer upper and uh, it says you're too controlling for me and whatever and you just make jokes about that and then if she likes you if she's at all interested yeah she'll message you back and try to be funny and witty. And if she's not funny and witty, then fuck off. You're not. I don't want to date you anyway. And if she doesn't want to, or she just doesn't like you, and that's fine. I'm, I'm, but if I'm, they're interested, I'm, they will play along with you. I'm thinking if this is gonna get you love, though. I mean, you gotta this try. Might get you. You gotta start somewhere. This might get you a future you, visit to you, a doctor. You approach it differently. I'm not. I'm not going. I asked a girl out on a date, and uh, I go, "Can I take you out Friday?" Instead of like, hey, you want to meet up for a drink? Yeah. Then that sets the tone completely different. I'm, 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 I'm more on, casual. I'm on a new, well, more, I think, more formal. Hey, the you, drink is formal. No, 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 no. That's yeah. more casual. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, Dinner let's go on like formal. a, let's like go on a date. Like, I was gonna go like sushi and then drinks and yeah. then the like Ferris a real date. Yeah, yeah. Like what they would do on the Bachelor or yeah. whatever. With mariachis you, and everything. You approach that differently than a hookup yeah. so like that's that's more that's where i'm that's where i'm aiming now got it that's my i'm gonna try to keep doing that instead of like because i don't i don't want it i don't want i'm done I, there's I, the hookups not that fun you have to be on the lookout for these though so i've had this lady on the show her name is eve gray mm -hmm. and uh she uses tinder almost every day 
but she uses it to find guys that will buy her dinner because yeah. she doesn't want to buy groceries or cook food. Sure. You have to be on the lookout for these. Yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. This well, is insane. Whatever. Yeah, life sucks. Whatever. Maybe it's just I'm too lazy. Because all of the that same way like I'm so trying to work. use her for sex. You know, like it goes both ways. That just seems like so much work. Yeah, that's why I don't get laid very like often because I'm not willing to, to put in the work. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. It's also like it's not. It's not fun. You have to have all these conversations where, like, if it's a hookup, you have to be like, look. Let's not catch feelings. Let's not blow each other's phone up. Let's not. Like, You've had this talk before. I try to, but because I also because it's also like I don't live in the city that I'm performing in, or 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 if I do oh. live in Seattle, like <clears throat> this girl asked on a date, and she was like, "Oh, I'm snowboarding that day or the next day or whatever uh, at five in the morning, so I can't." And I go, I go, okay. And now I'm thinking, like, cool, are you available <laughs> Tuesday, three weeks from now? You know, like, what other day do I have? At 2 p.m. That is, like, with a girl that has a as a day job. Yeah. That is, like, more 9 to 5-y than, that, than me. Well. So I can't be, like. I was going to think the 9 to 5 suited <laughs> you. But well, then she's, she's, off on, she's off on weekends. And nights, and I work nights and weekends. You need so that's the opposite. I'm thinking this is how it's going to happen for okay. you. You're going to be doing a gig. There's going to be a group of girls sitting in the front row. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be halfway through your gig, and you're just going to look down. And one of the girls from that table is just going to look at you, and you're going to look at her. And then you're just going to blink. And you're not going to remember the rest of your set. And then you're going to go into this bit about how I think I just fell in love with this woman right here. And then it's actually going to happen. I just wrote you a sitcom. <laughs> I'll say stick to the podcast. <laughs> how awesome would that be? That would be great. <clears throat> See, I'm more and sentimental. No matter what happens, I'm cool with that. I'm more sentimental. As long as the end result is me finding love. That's and that's what I and how who cares how we go about that? But wouldn't it, it would be ideal at a comedy club? Comedy club love confessionals. There should be a show about this. This cactus looks just like my penis. <laughs> Bulbous. <laughs> it's red and swollen on top. With uh, uh sharp, bulbs, sharp edges. With bulbs uh, growing from the side of yeah, the yeah, bellhead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we done? I think we're done. <laughs> All right. Sir, thank you so much. We've ended you this podcast 17 times. <laughs> AndrewJRivers.com. AndrewJRivers on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Airbnb, <laughs> whatever app the kids are using <laughs> to bang each other now. I'm on a secret one called Raya. Raya. How do you spell that? R-A-Y-A. It's for like celebrities kind of. Oh. But it's uh, but there's regular, just, just regular. I wonder, do I qualify because I'm uh You can submit. You have to get like a, uh, you have to get like a referral. There we go. Yeah. Hook it I'm up. Not, I'm not going to give Hook you a referral. Hook it up, buddy. <laughs> Hook it up. <laughs> I don't think your wife would like that. <laughs> yeah, but screenshotting, if you screenshot, it, you, you get kicked off the app. Oh. Because they're supposed to be like celebrities or like. Oh, famous comedian. You could hook somewhere. up with Scarlett Johansson. <clears throat> I I'll keep swiping. I don't see her. On there. No, or uh, Jessica. No, or um, who's uh, single? Um, Mun. What's her name? I don't know. She dated uh, uh Rogers. 
Olivia oh, Munn. Oh yeah, I, I'd show her a thing so or two about uh, her. I'd show her a thing or two. Although now that she's a real movie star, well, it's sort of a real movie star, not so much. But when she was on that gaming YouTube station, she did this thing where she was Wonder Woman. Oh my goodness. Oi, oi, oi. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Gal Gadot, whatever her. No, well, I, I know a different lady, the actual Wonder Woman. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, <clears throat> she's yeah. hot. She's a she's a banger. She's um. She's a big Amazon older than you. I yeah. I'd Is that okay? Take, that, take that, that age. <laughs> what is she like? Forty? Maybe no she's way. Mid. No way. Yeah, I think so. No way. Google me. Hey Siri, how old is Gal Gadot? I don't know if I spelled that right. Oops. Okay, I found this. Shut up. Uh, she's the same age, born 1985, April. Oh, who was I thinking of then? Someone else is. All right, well, anyways, all of your links will be in the show notes. What's up, girl? (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) All of your links will be in the show notes. Um, you'll have a nice image with your face and a dolphin photoshopped on a dolphin. Um, so please listen, and then don't forget to subscribe to the show. Uh, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or you can just listen on the website. Uh, I just signed up a new sponsor, so thank you to Crunchy Red Fruit. Hey, dot com. They that's are the name of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy Red Fruit. Well, what the, do they do? The uh, the 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 cactus is is red. <laughs> yeah. The, so. Uh, Jackson Rohrbaugh is one of Seattle's top sommeliers. He was a sommelier at Canlis. So if anyone knows about Seattle dining, Canlis is elite level. Uh, so he was their sommelier, and he's tasted thousands and thousands of wines. So he thought, hey, why don't I use all of this tasting knowledge I have and then build a wine club, but it, it's called a circle, and uh, have people sign up, and then I send them bottles of wine. So if you dig wine, go to crunchyredfruit.com, check it out. Uh, and then the usual sponsors, which is Rancho Bravo Tacos. Have you had Rancho Bravo? Where are they? They're on Capitol Hill on Pine. Let's go. They're good. I'm doing uh, no carb. Okay. <laughs> and then me, uh, CZ Media, if you need headshots or content, I can hook it up. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, let's play it out. Play it out to the um, the anthem the anthem of the day <laughs> girls do call me Jolly Rancher <laughs> I wish but we can get that going as like a nickname if we want hey. beautiful thank you and uh, don't forget to subscribe Chico stick, I wanna dun dun dun. Oh, cause you so thick, girls call me Jolly.